So officially, we're live on Boss Up Your Life podcast, and today we're going to be talking about life just growing up without having a father around and how it made us who we are today. So if you can relate, I'm trying to figure out, honestly, a way that we can have more of a one-on-one or a group conversation. So if you guys know of any way, like, I don't know, if you guys have Twitch accounts, maybe you guys can inform me. Hit me up, like, from the roots coaching at gmail.com. Send me an email. Let me know if you can help me that way. Um, tap into me on Instagram, Cumberbatch Coaching. Uh, you also get in touch with Mending Souls on TikTok, Instagram, and where else? And uh, Facebook, just first name, last name. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you know if you can help us like make the podcast a bit better, reach out to us. Again, I have an m- email list. Tap into that. It's hit me up at from the roots coaching at gmail.com. Uh so let's get into it. So I'm gonna be vulnerable and I'm gonna tell you about me and growing up. So Growing up, I didn't have my dad around. I didn't meet my dad until I was the age of 11 or 12, something like that. But growing up, I always wondered who my dad was. But I also saw my mom do a lot for herself. And I always saw how strong my mom was as a woman. And I always told myself when I was a child that if I ever had kids... I'd never make them go through that feeling of what I felt ever. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So for me, with three kids, being married for about 11 years, it comes down to that promise that I made to myself and seeing it through, no matter the ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Because I know how that messed with me as far as with insecurities of thinking... Maybe there's something wrong with me why my dad wasn't around and that hindered my um, abilities in life because I thought something was wrong with me, not realizing it was just a choice of my dad or my mom. So it came down to that. But a lot of times we don't look at that as fathers or males when we go out and we are with other women. We don't think about the circumstances or the effects that could happen after. Definitely. And that's something that we need to start thinking about. Like, if you've grown up without your dad being around, or you had to deal with a stepdad that you didn't like, why would you have a child or bring a child into the world to have them go through that same thing? The point, I think, of being a parent is to give life, a life to your kid, to the point where it's exceeds anything that you wished you had when you were a child. Mm -hmm. So that means that if you went through it, you do your very best not to make sure they go through it. So, and sometimes I sit down and I'll talk to other dads and I'll be like, and we are taking care of our kids on a day-to-day basis. And I ask them, like, how do guys have a child and just not care about them anymore? Like, to me, that Mm -hmm. just... That just doesn't add up. Like, for me, I cannot... Like, I don't understand it at all. 
So for me, it just doesn't make sense. Like you have a child and you, that's not your your focus. That's not your motivation. That's not your inspiration. That's not your heartbeat. That's not your everything. Like I don't, I just don't get it. So I know mentally that messes with you. And I want to start a group where we can get males to come together and start talking about things like this. Mm-hmm. So we understand how to be proper gentlemen in this world. So that if we do happen to have a child and it's at a young age, we're capable of owning up to our responsibilities and regardless of how hard it may be or if it doesn't work, how to still be a responsible day-to-day father. Mm -hmm. And not just, well, I have to do it this weekend or, well, this... No, like, that's your blood. Like... That's a part of you. You made that. That's that's you. So I want to come together and build something where we have a place where we can help men really understand those responsibilities and what it really means to be a good father and also a good spouse. How do you feel? How how did you grow up? I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, kind of same boat, you know. It's uh, I mean, a little different, you know. I uh, I mean, my dad just didn't want anything to do with me, you know. As a, as a child growing up, you know, my dad wasn't even there when I was born. You know, he was out of the country, and I was always looked at the. I was always looked at the. I guess you could say, ah, oh, you ain't my kid because I didn't have his last name. You know, and uh, and growing up, you know, yeah, like you were saying, that that really affected me. You know, not having that male role model in your life. You uh, people ask, how does that affect you? Well, I mean, one, you know, yeah, you had uncles and, you know, but having that dad there, that dad support, you know, is something that, you know, could take you far away. You know, what I say is uh, I had to grow up fast. You know, there was multiple occasions where if I feel like I had a dad around, you know, it would have definitely stopped me from doing a lot of things. And to add on to that, you know, it's, uh, yeah, you know, my mom, you know, she's one of the, the strongest women I know. And I thank her every day. And, you know, we, we will never be able to repay her for what she did for us. But I, I definitely thank her every day for everything she did. And one of the, one of the biggest things where it affected me, you know, as I had this anger growing up, this anger towards, I guess you could say towards my dad, you know, I was asking myself, like, why? Why didn't he want nothing to do with me? And that's an anger I took all the way straight through high school. And that's where it affected me the most. You know, wouldn't talk to nobody, always kept it to myself, you know, and uh, all that pain and anger, I just kept it inside and you know, it, it will come out in different ways, you know, lashing out at people, you know, saying stuff you may not say. But uh, when you're going through stuff like that, you uh, you definitely take it out on the people who are the closest to you. That's for sure. You know, me growing up with anger management, I didn't want to say I had anger management, but my, my actions said I had anger management. And I went on with that for years, lashing out at you know, sisters, mom, anybody that was really around trying to help you out. 
know. But uh, to anybody going through that, if I was to give a little hope, you know, I would say let all of that go, you know, because uh, holding on to anger and stuff like that, you know, you're on, the only person you're affecting is yourself. That's something I had to learn the hard way. You know, it's, I, I held on to that anger for so long because I just I wanted to know why. Like, why? But it, it just comes to the point, like you were saying, you know, hey, shit happens. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe could have been his choice, could have been mom's choice, couldn't, you know. Hey, they were adults, you know, so, hey, whatever happened, happened, you know. Us as kids, you know, we don't really understand that until we grow up that, hey, shit happens, you know. There's still another world out there as a kid. You just see what you see and you don't really understand it. But the, the more you grow up, the more you start to understand it. But, yeah, definitely uh, it affected me. It affected me a lot as a child. But uh, the older I got, the more and I started to understand it. You know, I started to apologize to the people that I used to take it out on. You know, and uh, I mean, if I was to see my own dad today sit down and have a conversation with him. All I really wanted to know was why. Why did you do what you do, you know? It's not I don't want a relationship, don't want that. All I really wanted was an explanation, you know? And uh, yeah, I would say to anyone going through that, man, you gotta, you gotta let it go. You gotta, you gotta definitely let all that pain and anger go because the only person that it will affect and the only person that you're hurting is yourself. It's true. You're going to leave yourself depressed. You're just going to leave yourself in a spiral where you're just always second-guessing your choices or mm-hmm. if I'm really worthy. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that's what's holding you back. Like, just... Mm-hmm. You just have to let that go and just realize, like, there's nothing that you could do to change what it is, mm-hmm. what it was. But going forward, you could do better in the life that you choose to make. Because mm-hmm. remember, last week... The last episode that we had was what was in your favor. what What's in your control and out your control. Yep. And worrying about something that has already happened is out Under of your control. control. Yep, definitely. But fixing the future that comes after that is what you have control over. Yep. And it took me a while to realize that. But just to make sure this is still recording, we're going to make a quick pause and come back. Yeah, guys, we're back. I had to make sure this was recording because last week, <laughs> so last week we were recording, hour and a half, some spiciness. We are in the room on fan base. The room was go- going well. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just coming and giving their pointers. The room was popping. I think we had like, what, eight people in the room or so? Yeah. Eight or ten so. people in the room. Uh, mostly people from the States, a couple people from the UK um, just tapping in. And 15 minutes into the podcast, we're not even checking the... We were using PC at the point. We weren't even checking to make sure it was recording. And by the end of the podcast, we go to save the file, and we realize that it was stuck at 15 minutes the entire time. So if you guys are looking or are wondering why there was no podcast last week, <laughs> that one was only on fan base last week. So just in case something like that happens again, tap into us on fan base. Well, fan base, because fan base, I'm telling you, like, 
we can open up private rooms and you guys can actually engage with us. So mm-hmm. on fan base, look for me, Coach Jer, or at Cumberbatch Coaching. But yeah, everybody on fan base calls me Coach Jer. So hop on fan base so we can create these rooms and just ha- get straight to the like straight to the point. Mm-hmm. Like help you guys really like on like I want to be able to reach out to you guys in a way where. We're sitting and we're talking and you guys are expressing your issues and we are sitting down brainstorming ways to fix it. That's the goal of what I want to be able to do with this podcast. Just really help men just get to the next level. And just trying to be better financially, spiritually, professionally, professionally and everything. So... But yeah, so I don't know. Some stuff is popping up on GarageBand ever so often. That's why you hear me pausing. But it looks like we're still going. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to help you guys as much as possible. So hit me up on Fanbase. Message me. Download the app. Also, hit me at from the roots coaching at gmail.com with any questions. Hit me on that mailing list. Also, if you hit me on that, I have some spicy stuff for in my um, Google Drive to share with the first 10 people that hit me up in the email list. Also, if you guys are on Instagram, I'm not on Instagram as much. I'm on um, fan base mostly, but I know most of you guys on Instagram. Hit me at Cumberbatch Coaching on Instagram. That's Jeremy Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch Coaching. Tap in. Like, tap in. I know you guys are listening. And I know, like, you guys want to hear this every week. And on Fridays is my only day off besides Sundays. So Sundays with the fam. Fridays, I set up to do the podcast just to reach out to you guys. But now I want to reach out on a different level. I want to really, 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 really start engaging with people and just making a difference on another level. Like, I know we're capable of doing this. I know if I could start helping people across the world... Um, grow and be better than you can help other people around you and then that just keeps on going like a domino effect like a ripple in the water so if you're listening as always don't know that's Toronto terms thank you for normal terms the funniest thing too when I'm on fan base there's a bunch of people that will from Toronto or used to live in Toronto on the app that would be like, yo, you're from Toronto? I'm like, you could tell. They're like, yeah, your accent. So, yeah, I'm from Toronto. I grew up in the Caribbean. I was born in Antigua and Barbuda. I lived in Jamaica for a bit and then came to Canada. Left Canada for about a year, went to the States. And I was like, mm, we're back to Canada. And, yeah, that's a bit about me. Married, three kids, wonderful life. Yeah, a little bit about myself, you know, uh, me, I grew up in, I'm from Guyana, Georgetown, I don't know, a lot of people say they can tell from the accent, and uh, came to Canada when I was 11 years old, you know, I still remember that day like yesterday, <laughs> you know, it's uh first time ever seeing snow in my life, you know, I can remember getting dropped, getting uh, coming out the plane and walking into the terminal, 
and looking outside, you know, my my mom, she's waiting there with me, waiting there for me and my sisters with uh, two jackets. We're like, yo, we already have these big ass jackets that we've never seen jackets this big in our life. And here we are, my mom waiting with us for bigger jackets. So we're like, what the heck is that for? She's like, oh, you guys will see. <laughs> and no lie, stepped out that door, ran back inside, man. I'm like, yo, there's a freezer out there, man. <laughs> We gotta I run. See. We gotta run back in that. <laughs> I see. But yeah, you know, I say coming to Canada was uh one of the something I was very thankful for. You know, it's uh, something I'll never take for granted. But uh, I, I'm someone that like uh, I guess you could say I'm pretty stubborn. You know, I like to learn stuff on my own. You know, I'm I'm a type of person that if I make a mistake, you know. I'll, allow me to make that mistake and I will learn from it. If I don't, then, you know, then you're just going down the same path, you know. I always preach, you know, you got to learn from your mistakes. And, yeah, that's a little bit about me, you know. I mean, I play sports. Favorite sport is basketball. You know, I played everything growing up from soccer to baseball to track and field. Yeah, I did a little bit of everything, but uh, basketball is where my heart's at. But, uh, but, yeah, back on the topic, you know, uh, I would say growing up without a dad, you know, I'm uh, there's goods and there's bad. I would say the good, it definitely turned me into the man I am today, you know. I can uh, add to words you were saying with uh, I definitely, I don't have no kids myself, but I would never abandon my kids ever, ever in my life. You know, that feeling of now that feeling of not being wanted by your parent, that really does something to you. And I never want my kids to ever experience that ever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an uh, and yeah, I have no respect for men who don't take care of their own. You know, if you know you're gonna have one, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do to provide and take care of that kid. It doesn't matter what the relationship is with the baby, the baby mother, or the girlfriend, or the wife, or whatever. You gotta take care of your own. You know, and that's something I stand on. You know, and I got, I got no respect for men that don't take care of their own. And this is how I feel about that. If you have a child and you take care of your child, as a homie, I can't even trust you to even have my back. Mm-hmm. Like. That's that's the type of like I'm looking at you like disloyal, mm-hmm. cause you're not even looking after the dependents, little little children that depend on you for survival. They can't even count on you. Mm-hmm. So how am I supposed to count on you as a homie if you can't even have your kids count on you? Mm-hmm. That for me, this that's why I can't. I don't know. But I wish I had a, like, honestly, no no shade, but I wish there was someone that is dealing with that right now that I could talk to to kind of understand mm. that. And with understanding yeah. that, we could probably help you through the process of overcoming it. But we would have to see, like, what makes you feel that way? Mm-hmm. What makes you have, what's your beliefs? Because there's something of a belief that has you thinking that that's okay. And I don't know what it might be, 
but I'd love to know what it is. That's why uh, joining us on Fanbase, you know, we're, uh, hey, we're, we're glad for the back and forth. You know, the more, the more people we have in the room, the more conversation flowing back and forth, the better. You know, because we want people here disagreeing with us. We want to hear different point of views. And, you know, that's what just keeps the awareness, keep the conversation going. It's true. It's like when you have a teacher in class talking all day, and no, and he's like asking questions, no one's putting up, the class is boring. But when you hit that class where everyone's interacting and going back and forth, that class is buzzing. Mm-hmm. What class is that? Gym class, no? Exactly. Gym. Everyone's in, in, like interacting when you're in gym, whereas every other class you're not. So with that interaction, that will help us grow as well. Having that feedback of you disagreeing and us giving our opinions, you giving your opinions, and everyone's open to their own opinions, but by mm-hmm. having each individual share their opinions allows us to understand each other better. Definitely. And that helps us grow as a community. And as people, because based on understanding how someone thinks, you can understand what to do so you don't hurt their feelings or Mm -hmm. or break any boundaries that they may have. Mm -hmm. But that's something to also think about. Um, I know with me growing up as well, not having a father around, I think I feel as though, too, for me, being able to go and get it was something that I wish I had my dad around for. Because that's something that I had to learn on my own yeah. at a very young age with trial and error. Not yeah. to say that it hurt me to learn that. I'm happy my dad wasn't around. Because that just built a, a, a certain flame inside of me that yeah. <laughs> nobody so could true. crush. Because mm-hmm. so to have hoped to meet my superhero and never could and to become the superhero that I needed and now my kids see me as that superhero sometimes you have to realize that it's like this when I became a coach I'm going to show you this I became a coach because I was looking for a coach in my area and I couldn't find one so I had to become a coach mm-hmm. and with becoming a coach that helped me coach people. And this was my first client, my homie right here. Mm-hmm. And now he helps people. And then those people can help other people. And that's just how it works. You know, it's the ripple effect. You know, and that's that's how we really want to put out there. You know, it's uh I always say with me, you know, I'm big on I'm big on giving back in the community and stuff like that. And you know, I ain't gonna say I never. My me growing up, I I wasn't the best kid. I ain't even gonna say I was a nice kid. You know, we all did fucked up shit. You know, but it's uh, if I can save, just one kid going down that pad, you know, and steer them, make them have the U-turn, that give them the U-turn they need in life. You know, I'm all for it. And even if it's just one, I help. You know, then I know, hey, it was it was worth it definitely. It's always worth it when you can help one person, I'll tell you that. When I used to drive school bus, one of the best things that I did every day was being that after those kids left their parents, being that first spark of inspiration for those kids before they went to school. 
that for me was like the most fulfilling thing I ever did in my life. And that's what sparked me as another thing to pursue being a coach. Because I wanted to help people, kids even more so than that. Mm-hmm. And those kids on the school bus, if you guys listened before, I don't know if it was good quality or what. I'm going to have to go back to some of the older videos and re-edit it and okay. see if I can better the quality and re mm-hmm. um, reload uh, upload mm-hmm. it again. Yeah. But... Driving school bus, that, like, those kids would tell me, their parents would tell me, their kids said I was the best bus driver they've ever had. And these are kids that have taken buses from JK up to grade 8 and high schoolers. And I asked them why. And they said that you were the only one that to see us for who we were outside of our parents. Mm -hmm. If a kid's coming on the bus and... Her nail's different. Oh, you did your nails today? Oh, I like your mask. Or you have to make them feel as though, and that's one thing I learned with kids. You have to make them feel as though and let them know that the uniqueness about them is what makes them so spectacular. Mm-hmm. Preach. Because there's so much around kids that they see so many influences around them that makes them think that they're not worthy. Mm-hmm. So for them to just get that, that inspiration, that, that, that thing that they may be doubting themselves about, somebody compliments them on that. It may, it, if you're having a bad day and somebody compliments you, mm-hmm. look at what it does for you. And you're an adult and you're grown mm-hmm. and you've been through ups and downs. So imagine a child who hasn't gone through that much and they're seeing the world telling them this is how you should be from that's what you should be. Mm-hmm. And sometimes just stepping back and seeing them for who they are is all they need to hear. Yep. And I guess that's what I tapped into, just seeing individuals for who they are and seeing their uni- uniqueness and how they can take that uniqueness of theirs and put it out to the world. Because mm-hmm. we're all special and... Everybody, everybody listening to me can do a podcast, but the people that I will impact is going to be the different, different from the people that you impact. Mm-hmm. We might have similar people we impact. We have, might have similar people that both listen to us, mm-hmm. but you will have your own certain people based on the way you speak, speak yep. the ba- based on your character, based on who you are, the based on how you dress. Mm-hmm. People gravitate to you, mm-hmm. but that gravitation won't happen unless you put yourself out there. And exactly. for years... I always told myself I was going to make a YouTube. For a minute, I always told myself I was going to do this and that. And it wasn't until I actually started doing it, I started seeing the difference. Mm -hmm. So true. Because you can say, and they say, actions speak louder than words. Uh And you guys take that as a cliche. But don't realize that that's actuality. A lot of these figure of speeches are actuality. That you take those figures of speech and you put them into reality and you see it happen. Mm -hmm. If action speaks louder than word, if you say something and it's possible, then you go and do it and it becomes something. Mm -hmm. You write Mm -hmm. something down on a paper. That comes from your mind first. Mm -hmm. Then it goes on a piece of paper. Then from that paper, you read it out. Then from you read it out, you create it. And then it becomes something. But it will never become something until you do that thing. So, I know this is kind of swaying off of the 
that topic, but this coming down to the whole point of how we became who we are without having a father in our life and not using that to limit what we can achieve and will achieve in life. We looked at it as a, this is not what we will do in life mm -hmm. so we can be better parents mm -hmm. to the kids that we have. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, mine just you went. Know, but. And, uh, yeah, to, to add on that, you know, you say it's getting off topic, but uh, really not having that father figure there, you know, we had to become everything we ever needed. Mm-hmm. If we needed a counselor in that moment, we had to become our own counselor. Mm -hmm. You know, if we needed if we needed an inspirational speaker, we had to become that for ourselves. That's true. You know what I mean? So a lot of you may see us swing back and forth through a lot of stuff, but uh, that's why we don't want anybody to have to go through and be that for themselves. You know, because it takes a lot. It's stressful yeah. mentally. It does. You have to be mentally at a certain mental level to like, and I'm not saying that. We can't all be that. But just know that that struggle that we go through to be where we are right now, mm -hmm. that's because that we told ourselves from a very young age, we will never do that and whatever it takes. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. From we were kids, we told ourselves that. Mm -hmm. It's not like it just we became teenagers and nah. <laughs> I just tell myself that for about... From a kid, bro. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's still on the same topic because we have to be what we need in life sometimes mm -hmm. when it's not around. And when it's not provided. And that allows us now to take what we know and pass it on to the younger generation sure. so they don't have to go through it. Exactly. And without having that father figure in the household... It limits that. Like a mom can be a mom as a great mom, no question. But there will always be a void missing. Mm -hmm. And with that missed void is why we see the issues that we have in our culture. You know, and I, I, I'll give you one of the biggest ones. See, growing up without a father figure in your life, you now start to look for your home, look at your homies. Mm -hmm. You may look on TV, you mm -hmm. may look anywhere, and you say, hey, that's it for me. You know what I mean? And all it takes is one bad influence to steer you down the wrong path. Just one. Just, just one, you know. And hey, speaking, speaking from experience, you know, growing up without the father figure, I looked at the mans on the block, you know. I'm like, hey, they're, they're the homies, they got me, they're this and that. <laughs> you know, and it's like, I always say to myself, and I, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, you know. Where, where are all those people today? You know? Uh, in this world, you know, all you really got, you know, is that old cliche to say all you really got is yourself, so you got to take care of you. But, you know, you can definitely take pieces from everybody, but you always got to remember, you know, you got you to gotta think for yourself. You cannot have people controlling your mind. But it's very, it's very easy growing up when you're looking for that role model or looking for that influence. You get swayed the wrong way. Yep. And it's and it's it's very easy. That goes back to environment. Yep. If you guys haven't been listening, this is why we're giving these key points prior. 
Because mm-hmm. that goes back to environment, like who you were around. I used to be in, I used to be in some circles where I thought it was progressing me because my where to okay. So where I wanted to go in life, I was in the right circles because I just wanted quick cash. So I was in the right circles, mm-hmm. but I wasn't in the circles of wealth. I wasn't in the circles of financial freedom. I wasn't in the circles of um, good relationships. I was in the circle of family. I was in the circle of just making money. Mm-hmm. So that didn't really come down to the true happiness that I wanted in life. That's why I asked you guys, what does happiness look like for you? Because mm-hmm. I had to re-ask myself that mm-hmm. once upon a time. Yep. And I realized that having a whole bunch of money every day wasn't happiness. Because the amount of stuff that I could buy every day, <laughs> I don't have any of it. And I realized quickly, like, designer wasn't for me. That shit was boring. Everybody has it. It's a waste of money. Mm-hmm. Who am I showing it off to just to impress somebody else? Even though I say, yeah, I deserve it, bro. Mm-hmm. You do that. You could do a lot more with that. that yeah, now definitely. I spend money like that on bettering myself, personal development. Mm-hmm. That's the way you, you know be. what I mean? Why buy a shoe that dissipates and wears down and breaks and tears down when I could use that same money and invest in myself bring me to the next level for income. Mm-hmm. That's, the type, that's the type of stuff I wish I had a father figure around for. Yep. But I had to learn that on my own. So, sometimes we have to be what we need around us, yep. but not be selfish with the information when we get it. Yeah, exactly. You have to share that so our culture can grow. Mm-hmm. The black culture, we... We're so selfish, and I was talking to my mom today. She's in Jamaica, and I was saying to her, like, I was talking to her about life insurance, and I don't know if some of you guys know this, but there's term life and whole life. And I've been doing some research on it because I'm looking into purchasing some whole life insurance. Yo, shout out to Red Circle, our distributing platform. Um, but, yeah, and Red, um, so life, whole life insurance, basically what it is, is insurance you could pay for 20 years. After five years, you get a cash value of the account where you can use it to put a down payment on a house, start wow. a business, but they don't tell you that shit. So I was saying to my mom, like, what would be nice is if, let's say, three people come together and open up that. And they put your money each in their own account for your own life insurance. But we all say when we get our cash value of 20K, Put in $167 a month for the next 20 years. After five years, we can get 20K. We have 60K. Let's go buy a put down money on a whole bunch of properties. 20K on three properties. So we each have our own properties. But it's easier to get a pool of money together because now what? It sees that there's three people bringing money mm-hmm. to be able to buy property. Mm-hmm. So we each own have a, we each own three properties together but the money is divided equally between three. Mm -hmm. But the problem is most of us in our culture wouldn't sacrifice the first five years to be able to gain the benefits on the sixth year, which would have been 60,000 to create a position to own three houses. Mm -hmm. 
I always uh, so when you get information, sometimes you just ha- you have to share it because yep. you could be holding that information where to with someone who probably has that cash that can make that play, yep. but they don't understand how to make that play. Mm-hmm. So you're holding on to something, thinking that I don't want to make money, but that holding on to it stopping you from making money. Why you haven't made any money as yet? Mm-hmm. So true. perspective. What were you gonna say, bro? No, I was I was gonna add on to that, you know, and I. That's the one thing I always try to understand myself, you know, going back to how you say it was selfish. You know, I, I don't know what it is, man. It's just us as a black community, it's like you never really see working together or trying to help out the next brother or this and that. It's like something in, I don't know if it's been embedded in us from child or just goes back to generations where it's like everybody just wants stuff for themselves. And it's like, oh, I got me. I don't, nah, I don't really want to do no work over there. I ain't, I ain't trying to help nobody over there. It's like, we, we got to break that cycle. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, we're all we're going to have, you know. And if we can share that information out to the community or whoever needs it, you know, that's just information, knowledge being passed down. And that can go on for generations, you know, but if you wouldn't hold that and keep it, for example, you just keep it for your own, you know? Don't help. It doesn't serve anybody, not even you. Because mm-hmm. put it this way. Put it this way. You have the key to unlock something that will change your world. But you don't tell anybody. How are you going to get to everybody across the world to unlock it? So true. How are you going to get in the right rooms to make the call to do it? Mm-hmm. You have to share the information at some point. Yes, it's important to watch who you share the information mm-hmm. with. No, definitely. But definitely. the type of information we're talking about is about helping people progress in life and live a better life. So if you have something that helped you, get to another place in life where you are struggling and got out of that, why not share it to someone else and help them get through that? Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of what we're trying to do. We're just trying to help men realize that we all go through this and we have information and we have knowledge, but we can come together, be vulnerable, not have to worry about... Um, someone identifying us in a certain manner mm-hmm. or being judgmental. Mm-hmm. But we have to put on our guard sometimes and just be real and just sit down with ourselves and be honest with ourselves and say, like, put on the the big chest and just be, like, humble. You know, the, and that big chest, that's the ego. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to take that ego out of it. You know, and it's because, hey, let, let's put it this way. Everything we know we got it from somewhere, or we learned it from somewhere. It would be selfish of us to just share it among ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's why we started this. Because the one thing we always have in those conversations on the phone, the one thing we used to say to ourselves is, yo, people need to hear this stuff. It's true. You know what I mean? It's because, like I say, you know, I never want anybody to go through mm-hmm. what I had to went through as a child. Not saying 
I'm not saying life was hard like right. to, or terrible. There's a lot of people that go through worse than what we went through. Through exactly. But we're given a perspective of what we went through to help you if you're where we were, mm-hmm. or you are where we are, exactly. or you're still going through it. We're just giving you another that perspective of it. We're just trying to help you transition from that area mm-hmm. to the next step across of it, across exactly. on the other side because we have made it to the other side. We're just helping you. It's like this. People ask me, why should I pay a coach? And this is the best way to explain to people. Let's say, for instance, you're going out to the wilderness. Or you, let's say we make a trip to the wild. You want a tour guide? Or you want to figure it out yourself? Exactly. Because <laughs> the coach is the guy who has been through it and knows where every trap is, mm-hmm. where the bears are, when it's time to, where it's best to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. They know, okay, they already know the spots to get through and out. Mm-hmm. You use a coach to get to where you need to be faster with help. They don't do the work for you. They help you with the work that you need to do. Mm-hmm. Remember, Kobe, LeBron, and Jordan, their coaches helped them become the players they were. But they had to put in the work on the court. Mm-hmm. The coach never shot a ball for them, did a free throw for them, shot a three-pointer, did block for them. The mm-hmm. coach guided them and saw their abilities and told them how to use their abilities to achieve what they wanted. Mm-hmm. So a life coach is someone who helps you get to the next level by asking you questions in relations to where you are having issues in life and what those issues are and helping you overcome those issues. It may sound simple because it is very simple. But the key thing is your beliefs and your thinking that it's not doable. Like you guys are looking at this and saying, I wish I had a podcast or I wish I had a YouTube And I think I was on this topic before we took the quick break just to make sure Mm -hmm. we recorded. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. It's as simple as I told myself on my day off, this is what I do. I go to my local community center. There's a whole bunch of them. I can rent a room for free for two hours. I have a MacBook. I have a mic. I have a mixer. I have a co-host, I have my thoughts, I hit record. On the MacBook, it's recording through GarageBand, and I'm also live on YouTube. I just put it out there. Two weeks ago, I went and I did my motorcycle safety course to be able to ride like my, like, well, in Canada, there's one more license before I get my full license, so I think in certain areas, it could be like, Equivalent to like an A2, I believe. This is like the second step from just a written. And one thing I realized when I recorded that, I recorded two days of writing. It's about two hours. If you guys hit me up, I'll post it. Because it just shows literally day one of my being on a bike and my struggles and not having confidence in myself to the end of the video seeing how confident I was riding. 
And a lot of us need to realize that if you start something today, it can't be as perfect okay. as if you do it 10 times because you it's haven't not, done it 10 yeah, times. It's not going to be. I don't edit my podcasts. I don't edit my videos because I don't want people to think like when you see it, it has to be edited. It has to be yeah. perfect. Mm-mm. I want you to realize when you listen to this podcast that it's as simple as doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just that. The only difference between me and you is that I actually posted the video. I actually took time out to record it. That's the only difference. It's really that simple. Mm-hmm. I said I was going to do it, and I did it. You said you were going to do it, and you haven't done it. The only difference is you didn't do it as yet. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's all it comes down to. The thought, writing it down, and then taking action. If you write it down and you think about it and you don't do it, you go to your grave with million-dollar thoughts. Yeah, that's deep. (laughs) And it says, I have a friend. I saw him on on YouTube, um, Saif. And this guy started his YouTube 13 years ago, playing, like, driving cars and parking them. I'm playing Grand Theft Auto and recording it 13 years ago. This guy has like 486,000 views, 9,600,000 views, and he gets paid from videos he posted 13 years ago of him playing games on YouTube. All you have to do, and you say, how does he get paid and it's just stupid videos, how, and that's some simple shit. How, how come people are getting paid from this foolishness all the time? Because... They post the foolishness. You're not posting anything, and that's the difference. Mm-hmm. I could be posting foolishness, but I told myself, if I'm going to post something, I'm going to post something of quality that can help people. And that's what sets me apart from other people. I keep it vulnerable. So if you see, yes, my mic is, and yes, sometimes we, don't po- we might not hear, mm-hmm. but that's because we go through life, mm-hmm. and things happen, but we're still here. And we're still going to fight. And if something happens on one week, we don't post. Just know the week after, we're coming back and post. Post and we're telling you the reasons why. Because we're going to keep it vulnerable and real and 100 with you guys. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because we want to let you guys know that in life, if you want anything, all you have to do is just go do it. Mm-hmm. I work a 9 to 5. I'm in car sales. So some of you guys might say, oh, so that's why you can afford to do this because... You sell cars, you make X amount of money, and no. Back in 2017 to 2020, I was selling cars. I had days off, but I wasn't spending my time off doing something I enjoyed. I spent it at home Mm -hmm. watching TV. Mm -hmm. And I told myself when COVID happened and I got laid off, there's no way in hell that... I'm not going to have something building on the side so that if that were to happen already, I'm just going to fall into it. So with me doing my podcast and me on YouTube, if I ever lose my job again selling cars, I'm just doing this full time and you guys are just going to hear me every day. Mm-hmm. That's it. We're just going to be out. If I, I don't care where I am. I know my mixer plugs into my MacBook and it gets power. And I plug the mic into the mixer, and that has power. Mm-hmm. I plug my headphones into the mixer, so if it's at a park, if it's at beach, 
if it's yo guys, I only have ten percent left because the computer's gonna die. So when it dies, that's that. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I'm taking action and I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. So stop second guessing what it is that you want to do and just put it out there. Mm-hmm. Because the only reason why it you're not making money from it, if that's what your thing is, or people aren't reaching out to you, is because you haven't done it as yet. Exactly. Just just do it. That's the one thing I remember couple months, couple weeks ago, five things I wish I knew earlier in life. I'm going to have to update that and let you guys know that one other thing I wish I knew earlier in life was just, just do just whatever do. it is that you wanted to do and just mm-hmm. do it. Because two things are going to happen. People don't like it and people do like it. Mm-hmm. If people don't like it, you ask them why they don't like it, you make it better. Mm-hmm. And then they will like it. If they do like it, you ask them why they like it, you make it even better. Either way, you have a p- option to be better, do better, and have more. Mm-hmm. Whereas you're not doing it. And it's like if you go do a test in school. Multiple choice. Keep it simple. If you don't answer the questions, you fail. But if you try, you might pass. <laughs> it's just that yeah. simple. It's- Really, just that simple. simple. Mm-hmm. So you, all you guys are failing yourselves because you're not even taking the test. Mm-hmm. You're handing in the paper blank. And you're wondering why life isn't working for you. You're, you're getting the test and put your name on it and the date, and you're just sitting down. But remember, if I was sitting down here today, if I said I didn't want to go to work, if I didn't want to record a podcast, I'd rather go deliver a car today for a customer to make $250, I wouldn't be here recording. But guess what? I told myself I don't even want $250. I'd rather pay somebody at work today $100 to deliver the car for me to make $150 to still give you guys what you need. Because I know this is more important than me going to work to make 250 bucks. Because to me, this is worth at least $5,000 value. Yep. Because this is helping you better your life. And once you're... What is it costing you right now? Or what did it cost you before you started listening to me and rocking with me? What did it cost you? A lot. Because now you're starting to think about, okay, I need to do better. What can I do? You're not thinking about, yo, let me just chill. If you actually listen to this podcast and you've been listening, your mind has been on like, I need more. I need to do more. Like, this is not the life I want. How can I? You're starting to think problem solve. How can I fix this? Mm -hmm. So for me, this is more valuable than me going to work to make 250 bucks. Because one day I don't want to have to be at work fighting for $250 off of for delivering a car to a customer because I already sold a car. I rather spend time helping people and have that value mm-hmm. and grow from that. So yeah, today I could have been like, nah, <laughs> I'm going to go make the 250 bucks. Hell, I'd, I'd love to have the extra $250. But this to me, what I do on Fridays at the podcast going on YouTube, that's to me, this is this, even though I don't get paid for it, this is worth it's not like it's priceless like it, I, can, it, I can't put a really value is. on this it really is because when you guys tap in I know you guys listen because I check the analytics all the time so if I get like yesterday whoever that listener was that tapped into the first time last week or if you tapped in before 
and you listened yesterday to the five things you wish you knew earlier in life, shout out to you. Thank you for the support. Mm-hmm. Why well, check my analytics all the time? So we're over here on YouTube. Hit me on Fanbase. From the Roots Coaching at gmail.com. Hit me up. Mm-hmm. I have, if you want the first step to budget, I have a course that I was writing out. Going from bankruptcy to making, making about $60,000 a year within nine months. Okay? I'm going to show you guys, like, the first step in that PDF, the first 10 people that log in, that sign up. I'm going to give you guys access to the PDF just for budgeting. It will teach you how to just budget. Ins and outs of budgeting. And after that, I'm going to release the part, part two for credit building. But first, I want you guys to get budgets in. Like, print off your bank statements and see how many transactions you have every month. And see how much you get paid every month. See how much money comes in or how much money goes out. Start recording every two weeks what those transactions are. And you're going to get so pissed off of how many pages you have to do that you're going to start thinking about how much money you're spending mm-hmm. that you're not supposed to be spending. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to me. I'm telling you this because I went through this. And I'm just trying to show and share information that helped me mm-hmm. be successful in life. So... Thanks for listening to Boss Up Your Life podcast. This was episode number... I believe four. Four or three, depending on how you look at it. Last week wasn't one. But, you know, shout out for listening. Shout out for tapping in. Mm -hmm. Hit me up on Fanbase so we can get the rooms popping. Mm -hmm. Or if you guys know something else, like Discord. I have Discord, but I honestly don't even know how to use that app. But hit me up in the email. Hit me up on Facebook. I mean, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Let's tap in. Let's connect. That's Cumberbatch Coaching. Coach Jer on Instagram. Mending mm-hmm. Souls, what, 101? Yeah, 101 on uh, Mending Soul 101 on Instagram. And just Mending Souls with the uh, two S's on TikTok. And, yeah, I'm all here. I, hit me up if you need a workout plan. If you need just a little inspiration to get your day going. Just hit me up. I'm all here for everything. If you're listening, you're in Canada. We're in Kitchener, Ontario. Uh, we do our recording. If you guys are local, you guys might know the room, but we're at the Chandler Moet Community Center. We come here every Friday. Friday. When mm-hmm. school starts with my kids, I think I have to pick up my kids on Fridays at 3. So we're going to shift the time a bit, but tap in. Like I want to build this and help males around the world just grow and be better pillars in the household. Mm-hmm. Just be better human beings, better people. And just be the best version of yourself. And while doing that, if you have a trade, mm-hmm. we share that information. I like, I love to tap in because what if we start tapping in consistently and you start listening and sharing it to people in your area and then you have like a construction business? And somebody might hear it and be like, oh, I heard you on your podcast. You have a construction business. I like to get some, con- like, I have some contacts I might, contracts I might send your way or I have a house. You never know. But use this platform and social media as a way to put yourself out to the world mm-hmm. and show them what you have to offer. That's what we do here. We're just showing you guys how to live a happy, wonderful life as a male 
but still doing good and being a good father figure in the household and mm-hmm. a good spouse. And, and, uh, and yeah, I'm, I mean, to leave you out with this, you know, let's leave the ego at the door, you know? We all are here for each other, you right? know? Definitely me and, me and uh, Coach JR right here, you know? You can come to us with anything. You know, we all we here, we're here for just helping. If you guys know how to do websites, how to edit videos, how to like, like help us with the podcast. Like if you're listening, you know, you can help us with the podcast from the roots coaching at gmail.com. Hit me up. Hit me up. Also, I'm going to give you guys another email to hit me up at. Hit me up at cumberbatchcoaching from the roots.com. That's that one I'm trying to set up to have like a Google website with that. Um, have Google Forms so people can fill out forms and just get quick um, help on situations they're going through. So if you have any um, expertise in those areas, hit the email address that's from the roots coaching at gmail.com or Cumberbatch Coaching from the Roots at gmail.com. You know, thank you guys for listening. It's been an hour. Thank you guys for just sitting down for an hour if you listen. Mm-hmm. Like, share, subscribe to us on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Red Circle, the distribution platform. Listen to us on um, Red Circle. Mm-hmm. That's Boss Up Your Life podcast. We're on Red Circle. Red S- Yo, if you have a podcast and you want to get that out to all the platforms that people can listen to, Red Circles, like, honestly, they don't pay me for this. This is free promo for them. It's as easy as downloading the file. So the file's being recorded in GarageBand, saving the file, uploading the file, mm-hmm. entering the description, which I copy and paste from YouTube before I create the live, drop and paste, add the artwork directly from my phone. Half of the filling in I do on my phone. The only thing I upload is just the... The file from the computer to Red Circle, and I do everything else on my Pixel 6. After that, I just set it to be released. Oh, yes, going forward. YouTube's going to be lucky, because if you tap into me on YouTube, YouTube's going to have it live right away. But for all everybody who wants to listen to the podcast, I think I'm going to start dropping them on Sunday evenings. But that's why I want people to tap in, because maybe right now, me being live at 3.30... From 2 to 3.45, maybe you guys are at work and it's just not working for you guys. So mm-hmm. that's why I need you guys to engage with me and let me know when is best to go live. Maybe Sundays is better for me to go live than mm-hmm. Fridays. Mm-hmm. But I need that feedback. But Red Circle, easy, easy, easy to just upload, work with. Um, wonderful platform to deal with. User-friendly, user-friendly in- interface. But shout out to Red Circle. Hopefully, we get some sponsorship from Red Circle mm-hmm. here on YouTube as well. Um, shout out to the Kitchener Community Center as well. Chandler Moet specifically for just helping us do this here. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we can get some people on the panel. So, while we're on video here, we could have people on the panel just engaging with us more. Um, until we can get some more people just tapped in on the fan base um, the app. app. Mm-hmm. Remember, on fan base, if you want to tap in, it's Cumberbatch Coach and Coach Jaron fan base. But for now, we're out. 
If you're listening and you want to pick a topic for next week, you guys heard me drop the email address a million times. <laughs> so, from the roots coaching at gmail.com, Cumberbatch coaching from the roots at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Like, share, subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. And until next week, stay safe, stay positive, stay happy, mm-hmm. and try to boss up your life. We out.